Alright, well, we are back, and it is quite, uh, quite a time. What a fucking crazy, insane week it's been. I sound completely normal now, but that's because I'm trying. So, if I, uh, sound a little hushed or anything, I'm dealing with a, a pinch nerve, so bear with me. So, I got Craig. We, unfortunately, are missing Steve. Who knows? He might show up. It's entirely possible. But speaking of shit that has shown up, we were talking with chat here for just a second about uh, some things that have just shown up. And uh, if you'll notice on... uh, Well, yeah, if you're watching, you'll see this. If not, you're going to have to... You're just going to have to look at this one in the uh, archives of the show. But um, I'll tell you what. Hunter is a spicy, spicy fella. He has sent out some <laughs> very interesting texts and has some amazingly interesting notes. I mean, are we talking capital H Hunter O2? Are we talking about un, uh, lowercase h Hunter B01? Those are, are both important about, uh, questions. Brother or Naomi O1, Nomi O1, capital B. Naomi O1. <laughs> and- no, sorry, Naomi 01. Uh, capital B, Naomi zero one, Naomi O one B, Naomi O one capital B exclamation mark. Orange juice spelled in the dumbest way possible. <laughs> I, I, I just I just you know you find a couple of these. Uh... Oh, I'm sorry, these are passwords. Shit, my bad. So if you're watching right now, I will scroll one more time for you through this very interesting thing here, if you would like oh, to type in any of these things that you're seeing. Uh, yeah, I, I have... That's two of those links I've got down. I'm, I'm uh, working on the next file then here. So, yeah. Yeah, that's the, that's the situation of things at the moment. <laughs> Who would have imagined that such a spicy leak would have occurred? But, yeah, basically, uh, we're, we're looking at a really... Uh, a super chintzy situation. So, long and short, uh, somebody <laughs> showed up claiming to be IT and has said that uh, if there's anything on the laptop, you know which one, the one from hell, anything there has either been scrubbed or, you know, it's not really going to be of value to us. Because owning that information itself, that data, is a felony because it contains oh, no, he, material. It was, well, he he. Uh, he now, now I'm, it, I'm talking uh, about the, uh, the the laptop, mind. The oh, the internals of that. Yeah, there are some things in there that. You, so yeah, there is a lot of the data in there that is legal to have a mm-hmm. backup copy of. But Absolutely. There are some things on there. I think that feds will be coming to your door to ask questions about. And and, uh, if you have kids, then you'll never see them again. That's exactly right, yes. And if you wanted to have kids, well, they'll probably take them from you in the future if you have this particular (laughs) data. I hope that makes it adequately clear just what kind of data is on there. And just to be clear about this data on that laptop, it features a picture of Hunter involving... Um, that IP is redacted down. things. Okay. Oh, it's getting spicy now. So yeah, you're basically hearing about all this real time if you're tuning in immediately, and if you're not, I'm going to be putting this up immediately. So I mean, it's going to be as soon as the show finishes, you'll yeah. be able to check this out on Anchor because, well, best to be timely. <laughs> so anyway, so anyway, uh, 
So if this that guy has already like lost an IP address like that, then that means that the, that full hundred, that full four hundred fifty gigabytes, blah 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 stuff that he's talking about. I'm hmm, that may or may not be um, possible anymore. Well, there's a couple uh, of folks that have gotten it, so no worries. That being yeah, said, they should keep themselves anonymous. They're going to have to make a very good point of it. But that said. It's a little bit late, and the thing can get out now. So, what has happened is basically the um, the backup of Hunter's current iCloud, to put it plainly, is now freely available. I would expect it'll show up on the Pirate Bay in short order, as it is with these things, you know. So, um, we've got damage controllers running crazy because something like this was never supposed to happen. And it completely backs up the things that we've uh, heard about in, uh, let's say, the laptop, for instance. Like, uh, from his iTunes backup, let me just copy a link to this image. Oh, there's, there's, um, his search history is pretty spicy, too. Well, that's exactly uh, what I'm talking about. Guys. Well, we'll go to his, uh, people, yeah. his URL lookups here from uh, xvideos.com. I don't know if you're familiar with xvideos. They make um, xvideos. Oh, it's the wholesome website. It's a very, very wholesome website. Okay, let's see here. This first <laughs> one, something about Mia Khalifa. The second one, uh, something about school. Let's see. The third one is about uh, something on uh, Yahoo third one is just a dash. The fourth one is uh, xvideos.com. Search query equals 12 years old. Well, that's peculiar. That's a peculiar thing to search for on a website that until actually not, but oh, about a half a year ago had to really rein in their live upload policy because of allegations of some very untoward content. And if said untoward content were so readily available on X videos, it would be a very interesting thing for somebody in 2018 and up to be looking for it, wouldn't it? See, the funny thing is, in the same thread, then there's Lynn Wood, who is psychotic. Um, you know, whether he was made that way or not, blah. Uh, <laughs> now is our time. Oh, what sweet. We got our first dislike. Someone. Thanks. We did, yes. Nice. <laughs> Fucking made it. <laughs> uh oh, threads archived. Okay, so there's yeah. Oh, the and they left. Up, well, uh, they came in. Well, there was a shill. Hi, shill. It was nice to see you. I hope you enjoyed the show. Make sure and tell your handlers to tune in next week. Right. Same cat time, same episode. cat channel. Okay, so this one's. This one's number 17. Let me just go ahead and duplicate this. So we're here. just kind of bullshitting here as opposed to actually telling you what we're seeing. So I had yeah. a really We can't, good, can't say uh, a whole lot. Um, that we yeah, unfortunately, we really can't break down a lot of this because it's... A lot of it's imminently bannable. Uh, Susan Wojcicki is a cunt, is why. She is. I mean, we're on Odyssey, obviously, so we can basically get away with just breaking this shit completely down for you. But we're, <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're going to be trying to put this up to as many different places as we possibly can, and that that requires. We have show some, notes. Uh, we have show notes. We have links to put in the bottom. Yeah, you'll be able to find links to all of this pertinent data elsewhere. So let me. So since I've typed this shit out for you, uh, let me go ahead and uh, jump that there. 
and uh, dump that there. And then this paste bin with some interesting words on it. Ah, perfect. Dump that for you in the staff chat, and dump that for you here, because uh, fuck this waste of human flesh. Perfect. Oh, you have to wait hours or days to get ver- Oh, shut the fuck up, Bats. So let's, let's get ourselves up to the very most current situation, and I do apologize for the start of this show being such a clusterfuck, but we really just kind of dropped into something incredibly important just right as it was happening as we're going to record. So it's, oh, okay. uh, I forgot this other file to pin here. I mean, it, it's it's like you, uh, you just saw some dancing guys outside of a freaking fallen building or something, and we're wondering why they were there. All right, so long and short of what we can confirm with this is Hunter Biden has referred to his father as, uh, in his own notes, Pedo Peter. There will be links to this further on down so that you can look at the actual links, but that's how he has yeah, this, this is coming from Hunter. With his own sixteen-year-old uh, niece or whatever, right? Yeah. <laughs> okay. This is he's saying, "Hey, Dad, you showered with my sister. That was inappropriate." By the way, I fucked my sixteen-year-old niece from my dead brother. That's so fucked up. It's probably one of the most fucked up things that ever happened ever. <laughs> Just say. This is this this family is the real life living aristocrats joke. It's <laughs> yes, actually. If you've never if you've never heard that joke, uh, Gilbert Gottfried is probably the one who's done it best. Uh, he and several others have done fantastic renditions of the aristocrats. Yeah, but so just imagine Gilbert Gottfried that um, instead of the aristocrats, the Bidens. <laughs> right. Let me go ahead. Actually, I'm gonna go ahead and get uh, pull that YouTube link so you can throw that in the show notes. Because we've uh, we've really gotten to oh a hell of a time. I mean, like I said, this confirms basically all previous. Like, well, it doesn't really confirm anything because these are just notes and these are things that are written. But it lends a fair degree of credence to some very interesting things. And if you're in the chat right now, you'll have direct access to the uh, file bin and paste bin data. So, please, go ahead and check it out. Because you will be informed of, uh... Oh, really, just about everything, I suppose. So... Okay, so here is here is your aristocrats joke in the, in the uh, staff chat. And you don't have to watch through that. It's, it's solid oh, 10 no, it's minutes. The it's I will put that as the very first show note. I think that's several renditions of the aristocrats. It's a it's a couple minute joke. It's like ten minutes, but every every time, so every time this joke is told, you're supposed to kind of embellish it a little bit. But it's it is a very raunchy raunchy joke. Yeah, very funny. About the raunchiest, it's it's classic fucking just disgusting, filthy Hollywood. It's great stuff. <laughs> All right. All right. So above and beyond that, we have um, we have notes on uh, like some really wild yeah, shit that's come out with cover. this. Like uh, 
activity in uh, bank accounts. We've got people's phone numbers, like high-level people's phone numbers. There's talk that there might be Tom Brady's phone number in this thing. I'm not going to be. See, I think that'd be that. great to find out, though, because, like, you know, uh, he seems like a reasonable guy. <laughs> you can find out whether or not he's been on the Little Eden Express before. <laughs> you can say, hey, uh, so, Tom, um, you wouldn't happen to have any incriminating information that would put Hillary Clinton in jail, would you? <laughs> right? As, as you do. As you do. But, um, oh, oh, so, yeah, the uh, something else I was wanting to cover. And I think we've pretty much hit everything that we've got for now. But this is breaking, mm-hmm. so we may hit back onto this, just, just so you know. But uh, the other kind of breaking thing on this, there was a, uh, there was rumor that uh, Abe-san, uh, may he rest in peace amongst uh, his samurai brethren, or I, I don't know exactly how the afterlife works for Shintoist, but you know, I, I hope he finds his way to whatever version of Valhalla they have because he he did die a warrior's death. <laughs> so let us uh, pay our respects. Shot to, back by a fucking pussy. He did an ex SDF uh, Navy SDF military guy. Jeez. And it looks like there's nothing hard and fast on this mind, <clears throat> but it looks like there are some potential ties to uh, China in this um, killing. Above and you beyond see, that, <coughs> they are, the is, they are is, celebrating uh, like crazy. China was very upset with his support for Taiwan. Oh, quite. Very, very upset with his support for Taiwan. And, uh, and I know he, he had not given up that level, that, uh, well, not level. Like he, he wasn't really being like a major activist, but I'm pretty sure that he, uh, he hadn't given up his public uh, speaking out against uh, CCP uh, suppression of of, uh, of Hong Kong or the intention to fuck with Taiwan, and uh, and as a, as a part of that, they've been you know doing their they they do it more or less every day with their flights over uh, Taiwanese airspace, or at least in the in the waterways between. But as I think I've mentioned before, you know Taiwan includes a little island sitting in a cove right next to China. It's like, you know, miles off their coast. Um, so it's not the main, it's not the big islands well off the coast of China. That's Taiwan. Taiwan includes also this little dinky thing that has not been able to be captured by China once so far, but it's like right next to China. You know, it's a little landmass. Very few people live on it. But at some point, you know, if they did, if they took over that little teeny bit of land, Taiwan would have to make a pretty critical decision there. Do you want to go to war over that little postage stamp Indeed. and potentially invite an invasion of the rest of Taiwan? Or do you want to let that little dinky bit go and make China have to cross a hell of a lot more ocean to incite a war? That being said, she yeah, has made an yeah. agreement with the uh, party to do just that. I, I'm not mistaken, by 2025 at the latest? Right. Which is not good because... So what happens in 2025? The next president shows up. Mm-hmm. Who's that going to be? Probably starts with an well, R or got, a T. We got a few different choices here, right? So, so that's going to be the issue. You know, you got Kamala, you got Biden. Uh, so you got Harris, Biden, you've got uh, Trump, you got DeSantis. 
Uh, DeSantis, I think, should stay Florida's governor. I think that's his position. He should just be governor of Florida because he is very good at that. And I'd rather have a guy who's willing to say fuck you to the president stay as governor than become the president and then no longer have a guy above him to rail against. Well, and, and on that same note, I would rather have a guy that has been betrayed by all of these people in, uh, shall we call it, <laughs> the swamp, to go right back up there and say, hey, you like my iPad? So, so, <laughs> so Trump's got like all this baggage on him. I'm not sure if I he I, does, so, and he's a coward. Thing. But Here's the thing: if Trump runs for office, I'll probably vote for him, largely because I think it'll be hilarious. Oh, of course, it'll be absolutely and, one of the most and, hilarious. You know, things life's ever. a great joke. Life's a great joke, and and frankly, that would be the funniest punchline there. So he gets into office, and then brings back world peace and gas Trumps down to like below a dollar. I think that would be the funniest fucking thing to see that happen. Uh, will it happen? Probably not. But, you know, it's, it's, it'd be funny. Um, if Kamala gets into office, it's just going to be one long giggle fit of word salad until we blow ourselves up. And it's just, this is very serious, and because it's serious, we need to take it seriously. And it's very serious for you to take it seriously, too, okay? <laughs> It's, it's it's just it's non-stop retardation out of that woman's face it's, uh, I promise never to do that imitation again it's something it's something I mean she's um, well we can say that she is professional a professional <laughs> in, uh, perhaps in, well, perhaps in the uh, oldest profession as a matter of fact, she, I was going to say she's she's uh, she's in the she's in a, a hardworking profession that requires knee pads. But it doesn't require it. I mean, sometimes you know, sometimes you got to work on your okay. back. You know, let's be fair. <laughs> Just ask Montel Williams. Yeah, how about that? Yeah, or, uh, or what's his face, the guy from uh, from Where's LA Montel that Jordan? she. Uh... No, Montel Williams, I think. It's no, Montel no, Williams Montel Jordan. Then... Yeah. Okay. Oh, Montel fuck. Jordan. I'm going to have to look it up. Montel Kamala. Montel Williams. Excuse me. Let me get that picture of him. That's what I was, thought. Uh, let me get that picture of him when he had uh, ordered her as she, a... Uh, she she used him to get the introduction to the guy I was just about to talk about, which is the one she... Uh, the one, uh, you know, the, the wife that she cucked. There we go. From 2001. A lovely, was on the, the lovely picture. photos. Red carpet, yeah, she was in red carpet to get the photos, and then she was introduced to the guy that uh, she got a, gave a blowjob to get the DA position. Mm-hmm. And, and what do you know? And then, don't you know it, she was listening to Dre and Tupac while she was smoking up in the DA's office, according to her own words during the campaign in 2019. If you're, if you're like, a guy who was in jail for holding an ounce, and you're mm-hmm. like, all right, I did my time, I know it was wrong. I'll just get on with my shit. You know, just trying to fix fix that one little clusterfuck that has now labeled you and, and railroaded your entire future. And then you get this dumb bitch showing up on TV. Like, she was, she was smoking probably more than you were holding when you got caught in the fucking DA's office. And she's giggling about it on TV. Probably even the cunt that put you in prison in the first place. Well, also, we have to make note. We have to remember 
that Kamala has a really uh, colored history, shall we say, with slavery. Yeah, her parents came over from India to Jamaica in order to own trade slaves. That is true. That is, but see, that's only one part of that color. So her parents, her her, uh, her great 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 or whatever it is, her parents were already here. Well, you see, there's this other thing because when she was the DA and the DA or DA's assistant, I should say. Oh yeah, she was the of slavery. Ah, uh, she was. She she took after her ancestors <laughs> very well. See, there were any number of these people who were. We can only presume, because of the great number of arrests that were done in that area, that some of them were taken in for well, probably smoking weed while listening to Dre and Tupac, just like her. And so these people that were smoking weed and listening to Dre and Tupac, just like her, they got caught by the police, and unlike her, they were sent to prison. And then when their term was up, well, California's got a lot of labor that needs doing, a lot of work that needs to get fixed, and... Well, you're already in jail, so why don't you just stay in jail and just finish the job that we've got set up, and then maybe we'll let you out after. <laughs> so, uh, she was known as a tough-on-crime kind of person, but uh, basically she well, she fought tooth and nail to keep non-violent criminals uh, locked up as best she could. Uh, like... There's a real Soros DA type. There's one major crime she was committing, because she was fucking everyone else. Why wasn't she fucking the little guy in jail? Oh, wait, she was, just not the way they wanted. Indeed. A real... real sticky wicket, that one. Real sticky. A slur. Oh, man, we dropped a couple more viewers from that. They really didn't want to hear about Kamala. Ah, well, too bad. I must you have did. My it's possible, but whatever. We have topics to cover, and you know, it's not for everybody. It's yes, not for everybody. That's just the way things go. Well, I mean, that wasn't about Biden, so that is that is you know there was a false promise made in the tweet I put out against them. Mm, fair, fair. <laughs> now, speaking of Biden, there is something that he had mentioned lately. You remember the ten-year-old uh, girl that was uh, of so much interest in this recent Roe argument? It seems that maybe that situation might not be oh, really? exactly as described. Well, color me fucking surprised. So, anyway, there's this uh, lady by the name of Liz Wolf. Uh, she works at Reason, and she did some digging into that. I'll actually drop the link to the thread. See, Reason Mag is is a uh, a publication that I still have. At least some faith that they've like done a little bit of diligence behind before they uh, they post something. Yeah, and it's like, well, so, at least you know they're uh, you know where they're coming from too, because you know they've got their biases, but they're honest about it. At least. They do. Whereas you know so, you go to so CNN, and it's like, oh no, we're not biased. No, no, we're completely honest. Number yeah. one source of news in the world. Listen See, to Brian Stelter; he'll don't lie to you. God, yeah, so reason reason um, has a strong atheist contingent inside it, which is fine, and. And uh, so they, they tend to be very reactionary when it comes to religious issues uh, or issues where faith might be involved uh, versus religion. So that's, you know, that's fine. They have their perspective on that. When it comes to something like this, though, where there's like, okay, what are the objective facts? They're very good at that part. Indeed. And, you know, bless them for it. 
So uh, Liz Wolf here, she basically did some digging. The sing there's one source on this story. The source being a doctor, Caitlin Bernard, um, accessed by the Indie Star. Now Bernard is uh, known for well, being uh, a talking head, shall we say, in the media. So I was gonna say. So here's the thing: um, if any naming comes out about uh, this person as she goes through this, if there, if there's, so she being HIPAA violation, like. Horrible HIPAA violation. Oh yeah, absolutely. Which Although might I be another reason why I'm on, on the chins, and uh, one of them is saying this fantastic medical take here, which is bullshit. That girls don't ovulate till around twelve or thirteen. It's like, okay, well, uh, let's go ahead and just look at the range in which puberty occurs, anywhere from like eight to eighteen. So while the normal range is going to be somewhere between ten and twelve. Uh, precocious puberty happens down as young as like six, which is crazy, and you have a genetic disorder at that point. You could, or but, you can you also know, have that other thing that happens, ten. you know, to cause girls to suddenly right. go through puberty. So, but again, ovulating by ten is is not unheard of. No, um, not normal either way, though. Well, it's I mean, it's it's. It's but within, not unheard of. It's within sure. a reasonable range of, of years for it to happen. Sure. It's not out of the range of. It's not. It's not even like a rare rare event. It's sure, like, but I mean, at this point, we're kind of splitting hairs and counting deck chairs on the Titanic, and I mean, it doesn't really bear into the final story. Right. So, but, but, but nonetheless, it is worth noting that this, this person is supposed to be. Uh, this, this is an OBGYN uh, operating with, a, or sorry, not operating with, um, caring for a pediatric patient. And making it into a fucking news story. This is a person who shouldn't be a doctor in the first place, let alone the fact that they're a fucking CNN talking head. Indeed. And so, now let's make a note that uh, <laughs> our good friends, the dear and honorable reportage out of Snopes, has not even oh, been able to get a response to follow up on this. Oh, no. The bathtub sleuths aren't going to be able to get a fucking response. Help fucking sad for them. So, Snopes there is the, not a final answer, jokes. even out of our, uh, out of the dear and intimately responsible, inimitably, excuse me, responsible people at Snopes. Boy, doesn't that tell you something? So, yeah. It seems that uh, we've got that. Oh, and of course, you know, we had the announcement over the week that, well, uh, as we know, America yeah. is and it's... Uh, the best economy we've ever seen, I believe, were oh, the geez. exact words. Yeah, so so the, uh, the the diversity hire they have at the podium is just, you know, fantastic at reading out of that binder. Uh, Carrie so, Robespierre, I believe. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, she's so. good at saying um. Really is. She is better at it than the, uh, than the redhead that came before her. Indeed. She doesn't circle back as much, so... Uh, there no, well, at least the last one circled back to being in the civilian workforce. Well, you know, as as it happens. Now, here is an interesting circle back, something I didn't necessarily figure I'd be circling back to with such uh, uh, such quickness, actually. And that's some fucking good news. Go fucking forbid, right? So, anyway, out of the uh, EU... Um, Oh, what is this? Not, but uh, a couple days back, they've basically said that um, nuclear and natural gas are green energy sources. 
Uh, date on that, by the way, is uh, on the 6th. That would have come out of the uh, EU Parliament. And basically, we've been saying this the whole fucking time. I don't know what more to tell you than that. I mean, we've been we've been fucking trying to tell you, and for some reason... Well, if you've been listening, I mean, you probably already know, but... The people that should be, aren't. And, well... Thanks, Vlad! Not only was old Vlad able to cure COVID, he's also uh, brought nuclear power to the forefront. And uh, yeah, I so guess his funny. reward for that is that he gets to have a petro-ruble. Well, congratulations, Vlad. Enjoy your petro-ruble. Enjoy being a global currency and an anchor on the now multipolar global market. So that's the that'll be one of the interesting things if uh, Trump does come back into power. Yeah, he's going to be walking into a interact. very interesting situation. How he yeah how he interacts with uh, with that. Um, and I won't lie, I'll be absolutely and completely honest. I have for a long time said that the eagle and the bear should be the best of friends. It bothers me to no end that Russia has been driven into China's arms with our actions. I would so much prefer that they were working with us. What good we could do in the world, the two of us. Just imagine. But no, yeah. but no, there are uh, Rothschilds and the like that really, really don't like that. <laughs> There's no money in us uh, working together. There's much more money in them Let's selling see. weapons to the both of us. Uh, and if they can't so sell to both of us, then we ship them to Ukraine. What's that? Is the, I was going to say, is the J6 thing still happening? Oh, you mean the so one like in Sri Lanka, or you mean the one in America? I saw I saw Liz Cheney's uh, shriveled-up face um, looking slightly dejected, so... I oh, yeah, no, I, they've got another thing going on uh, either next, either this coming week or the next. I want to say it's Tuesday. And, I mean, the last ratings were absolutely atrocious. So it's not going to really get better, you know? They're in a uh, they're in a rough spot, you could say. Oh wow! As it goes with the real time updates, it looks like they're starting to prune these hunter threads from the top. So yeah, that's what I was just looking for. Is where the next one is. <laughs> if, not, if they're not showing up here, I know they're showing up some other places, which is not good for them. <laughs> I'd tell you that there's a couple of jannies that are getting some uh, some emails. Oh yeah, oh there most certainly are. I'm already seeing. Excuse me, gentlemen. <laughs> oh Jesus. Oh yeah. So any leak that I got you previously? Oh yeah, and it 404s by the way. It doesn't go to an archive. So they're really working on this. They are not uh, happy that this has come out at all. I'm well, so this this the last one I sent you is uh, is still live as an archived thread. The most recent one was not though. Oh wait, is this is this archived? I thought it was. Yeah, this thread's archived. Okay. Okay. Excellent. And... Well, I'm just, it just means that it's all it means is that it's no longer allowed to uh, to do things with it. Oh, there's previous threads, and we have another update. We, we have another update. We have an update out of the Daily Mail, 
as of about 13 hours ago, they had all of this data. So there's a little bit more to this than meets the eye. So somebody got it at the daily mail. Then it hit uh, from what we're reading here. It hit Kiwi farms and from there made its way out to chance. You know, it'd be funny if uh, that, that fat faggot, um, Freddie had uh, left 8chan alive. You know, a lot of this shit would have been happening on a website he has access to. And yeah, yeah. Might have been able to, like, you know, done something good for the country, even. Well, yeah, but he kind of seems to hate it here. You know? Maybe I'm wrong, but that's the real vibe I get from, uh, from old fire tires, you know? He doesn't really seem to be catching that vibe anymore. But, uh, that's very distressing. Disappointing, even. Mm. Speaking of distress and disappointment, I had really, really hoped we wouldn't be having any more Uvalde updates. Really. And I'm honest in that. Oh, I saw there was some other shit that happened with that. Oh, not only. Not only. So we got a fucking double whammy. Let me drop that for you in the staff chat here, the first one. And I'll get up the thread on Twitter so that we can take a quick look at EC at it. And basically, we have... Um, Didn't they have him in, like, in their sights literally, before he went in? Quite, quite literally that, yeah. yes. As a matter of fact, there was a rifle-armed Uvalde officer that was sighted in on the attacker before he entered the school. Like, we have said this before, like, you know, hey, man, but we now can I, know. Can I, can I kill him yet kind of way? Well, see, the thing is, there was never a call when made. When am I allowed to take the shot kind of time? We don't know if there was a call made, is the problem. And mm-hmm. that's that's the other part of the issue, because, unfortunately, they are fighting tooth and fucking nail. Well, let, let me let me break this down for you first on the uh, on the shooter. So we know that there was a potential shooter. A rifle armed officer was sighted in on the kid. We don't know if he called and made the call or not, but whatever. He had the shot. He didn't take it. The report by the uh, advanced law enforcement uh, rapid response training. Jesus. Sorry, shoulder. Excuse me. Anyway, it cites three chances they had to stop or slow him before he got in there. Not to mention anything about the classroom that we have since learned was in fact unlocked because there was nothing necessary to get through the door because we have also since learned that there was never a key searched for by any person. Even even the hero that actually disobeyed orders got his guys together and went in and did the right thing. So, with we have with that, we have a statement from the mayor. Let me get that up on the screen for all of you good folks that are watching and I'll let you enjoy this uh, fucking travesty okay if I can copy the image address anyway there we go so the statement from the mayor Don McLaughlin I've been advised by several victims families (laughs) that the district attorney Christina Mitchell Busby is advising some families that I, the mayor, am requesting the release of video involved in the children 
from the May 24th robbed <clears throat> school shooting, the district attorney is not telling the truth. I have stated before and continue to assert that I have never wanted any video or audio released involving the children. So let's just take a look at that here. We need this information to get out. Whether it involved the children or not, it has to get out because there are gaps in the information we don't have. We gave you weeks ago a minute-by-minute breakdown, and there's 49 minutes missing. We need that data. Everyone needs that data. If I mean, I know we're not going to get the answer of who made the call not to act. We're never going to know that. That's just something we have to live with. It's just like Hillary Clinton never going to jail. She's not. Live with it. This is just going to be one of life's mysteries. We can have our suspicions, and we might even get some answers off the books, but we're never getting them on. Am I wrong? I'm sorry. I just I finally got some of these files. Oh, fascinating. Excellent. Yeah, there's apparently 450 gigs of that Hunter stuff out there, so you know, get to looking. As I said, yeah, it's the it'll be uh it'll be an interesting place to look. Dot org. So we've got a we're at a bit of a loggerhead, I guess you could say. I mean to be fair. We've got uh we've got reports that they're asking for the data to be released. We've got the people saying no, we don't want it to be released. So basically everything's uh, to put it in simple terms, utterly fucked. I wish I had a better update for you on the Evaldi situation, but there aren't good updates. All it is is a fucking shit show and people screaming at each other and a round and round and round fucking three-wing circus. I don't adequately have words to describe this uh, oh, awful man. state of affairs. Uh, can I drag this directly into here? I can. But will it show up? No, it will not. God damn it. And we have One another moment. update. Also, out of reason. This one has actually something uh, somewhat good. If for no other reason that it's uh, finally admitting some kind of fault. That being that the FDA has finally said that, oh yeah, sorry, we we caused that baby formula shortage. Sorry, dudes, that's our bad. Uh, you know. Wait, wait, does it have the signature of this? So... What they've begun to do, of course, being a government uh, regulatory agency, they're not doing it in the uh, most reasonable, feasible of manners. They're taking small steps to allow foreign manufacturers to jump through all, all kinds of red hoops to uh, red hoops, uh, all sorts of hoops and red tape to get their products onto our market. But that being said, they are now allowing them to come onto the market, even if they do require that they, uh, you know, file the paperwork, red tape, etc. <sighs> because, you know, they're probably not too keen on having the, uh, the thing that's happening in Sri Lanka happen here because, uh, you know, <laughs> They talk about January yeah, sixth. Imagine that. Imagine people in the streets out in front of the White House. That's never happened before. No, not on numerous occasions at all. all okay, right. now that I've got these in the right orientation. 
there. Would you like to see a? Uh, oh, did you see someone's -uh. someone's signature? Someone's okay. signature directly. So, uh, so I'm gonna say again. You really would do well to get a copy of that um, Biden data. Is all I'm saying, because there's a signature in there, and it's a very, very interesting signature. <laughs> oh my, about as interesting as a thing can be. Huh. Oh, and on that note, that's, uh, that's tame. <laughs> not on that note, actually, but on another interesting note. Um, Alex Berenson has been reinstated by Twitter because he actually finally uh, took him to court and won. As, eh, as we all know, they capriciously ban people and all that. But they are back. Well, that's a picture I did not ever want to see. You don't need to share the rest with me. <sighs> I might, though. You may. I mean, I've had the misfortune <laughs> to... Uh, run across the image that I have uh, talked about. So, I mean, it's it's all fucking whatever. It's the I'm image. not going to send that one to you. I, I would hope that like you that, don't have that one, actually. If I, if I see anything like that, I'm just going to quietly delete it and you're not going to hear anything from me. Yeah, that's probably wise. Because, uh, as we have said, there are felonies on the laptop. So we don't know exactly what all's on the uh, phone. But, I mean... Could he really be that stupid? That's on the phone. Yes. Yes, he could be that stupid. Oh. Wow. I'm... Wow. So, you really... Uh, well, actually, I'll just tell you. I'm not going to share it, though. He's got a uh, picture of his license on there. And I'm going to imagine probably, you know, if he's a world traveler, like he is, he probably has a picture of his passport in there, too. <sighs> Good stuff. <laughs> Why would he take a picture of this? <laughs> There's. Oh, why would he take I, video sorry, of smoking be, crack in a fucking? I, I know. Chamber? Like, I shouldn't be like surprised anymore. I shouldn't be like you know expressing my surprise before. Why I would he take a picture with shit? fucking like seven skittles on his fucking dick? I don't know. The guy's the <laughs> weirdest fuck I've ever seen. You see, but that one sounds really funny. Well, then, but then it probably involved, you know, Natalie, but anyway, yeah. Who is he sending this to? <laughs> this is... <laughs> I'm going to read this. This is a message okay. from A.B., whose name is Ashley. We have no idea who that could be. That's probably uh, Ashley Beverly or something like that. Uh, who knows what the last name is. But it uh, it reads, And please stop talking to your children about how Bo would want this, plus you're in love, etc. It isn't helpful and further destroys them. Bo would not want this. He loved your three girls like his own more than anything. And B plus H did not have a great marriage. B used to talk to me about it. He would never leave for you... Oh, he would never leave for... Hmm. This one is more interesting. It has a phone number everyone should call, I think. Possibly it does. I'll uh, I'll read off as much of it as is uh, safe. So, this is a message from um, Gong Wing Dong. Uh, Raymond, 
Many thanks for the introduction. Hunter, I'm based in New York and my U.S. phone number is redacted. Let's talk tomorrow. Kevin. Kevin? Well, Gongwen, Kevin? Okay, I guess. That is how a lot of them choose to do that, go with something that's phonetically similar. But that being said, uh, that's a name you might recognize. If you don't, I'm not going to fill you in, but I will spell it for you. G-O-N-G-W-N. Because um, he's a connecting fella. Boy, this thing is just a trove of stuff that keeps giving. This one's interesting. Um, I don't know what KKL is. I think it's probably some PR firm. You know, it, it couldn't have anything to do with finance. Uh, there's some interesting people in this uh, this complaint. Well, I'll send you the PDF, but maybe I can just take a screen cap of it. Oh, it's Krieger, Kim, and Lewin. Um, I'm guessing this is uh, several lawyers then. Attached as a complaint, <laughs> charging Dr. Ho. Oh, wow. Interesting. <laughs> hmm. So. Okay, so screw that. I'm just going to go ahead and keep opening some things here. Spot checks, you know. Well. Yep. Nonetheless, we're getting kind of pulled off course here. And there's no oh, geez, word. I did not mean to do that. God damn it. It happens. It happens. It's fine. Oh, for fuck's sake, I saw that. So, we've got a bit of a an interesting update uh, from a man by the name of Nick Patterson. You're going to love this one. I'll drop it right here in the staff chat for you. But basically, uh, Nick Patterson, you're a pretty well-known computational biologist, and in the early days, he was one of the people that was really not keen on the whole lab leak uh, hypothesis. Didn't really seem feasible. Possible, obviously. Anything's possible. If you're, if you're a smart person, you're willing to go ahead and just say that, hey, anything can happen. And, you know, that's where he sat. But since that time, and I will quote uh, Nick Patterson at this time, I thought the lab leak was possible, but far from proved. However, the leak of the DARPA grant proposal changed my view. I now think that by far the most likely cause of the pandemic was an accidental leak of an engineered virus. Yeah, so it's funny how a lot of people have been coming around to um, at least what I think is the more likely perspective at this point, you know, so I, we've, we've covered this at length before where there's the possibility that regardless of what type of normal research is going on, the likelihood mm -hmm. is that in China, there is the, uh, military, um, research that is going on in tandem. Well, yeah. Yeah. I mean, basically we can look so at any Chinese industry and if there is a dual use potential, it's going to be a dual use technology. Whether it's Tencent, so whether it's a movie, whether it's biotech. They're going to do it not any just that. You'll, they can. You'll also have, not just dual use, you'll also have dual track research. So you'll have someone doing repeat research in parallel with military applications in mind directly following. So you don't even need to wait. At the end of it, if they get a research breakthrough and there's military potential, they've got the military research done. So... I thought that the most plausible scenario 
is that you have an accidental stick or an exposure of some kind, whatever, and patient zero was the guy who was under the table delivering dead research animals to the, uh, the meat market. And that's, that's funny, is uh, a lot of the, the pieces of shit that um, were behind blocking any kind of information from being uh, mainstreamed, or those kind of hypotheses from being mainstreamed to bring up real questions, they... Um, they're now turning around and and uh, admitting in public that they think things like the lab leak are, are now plausible, or uh, you know, or they or they weren't really denying it before. It's like your your name's on the fucking letter to the editors in Nature Mag, you fuckers. Like this shit's not going away. You threw out your science, your, your entire reputation in science. You've destroyed multiple journals. Reputations in science. Everything that is ever published in Nature, again, is going to be looked at with a completely different kind of scrutiny because of the way these motherfuckers have acted. Scientific American, same thing. You know, uh, there's 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 a slew of these uh, different journals and uh, publications, and now you have to wonder, you know, what kind of political bias is at play behind all this? Like, and it's not just shit like this that it affects. You know, routine. Research materials that are passed off, passed along, and and public uh, publicized or put through publication process. If what was blocked, what was uh, modified? Um, how did the uh, the review influence the way that the uh, publication is now presenting this information? It is it is now like we've we've passed the part where the editors were supposed to make sure that it was legible and read and readable. Um, and now it has this. You know, it has to have a certain political bent to get published. What wasn't published by these people? Yeah, how much and has it passed through is, the uh, slipped through the cracks, as it were? Well, I mean, the, the problem is not just slipped through, pushed into the cracks. Um, really? The the thing that bothers me about this is that it was typically pretty safe to assume before that the stuff that was passed on, passed up for publication, was not worthy of publication. Was 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 non scientific, didn't meet standard for the journal, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Now you have to wonder: well, if the standards are political in nature instead of scientific in nature, what kind of what kind of uh, stuff was politically not allowed, but was scientifically uh, holding merit? This should not be a question that I, I need to ask explicitly every time I publish something. It sh- it just simply shouldn't. You know, this is coming from a slightly from the slightly different perspective here. You know, when you're in, when you're actually trying to publish this stuff, your name going into a certain journal matters. You know, it, it matters where you put yourself. Um, you know, what kind of impact you're going to have in the field, who's going to be able to read your stuff, etc. And you generally want to have la- the widest, um, the widest breadth possible for your publication. Hmm. This is not one of those situations anymore. Now I have to worry. You know, if I publish something in Nature later on, or if, say, I, say I had previously some published something in Nature, um, I'd be pretty upset that now my name is stuck in this this boat anchor. You know, I come out later and say, yeah, but the lab leak was always a you know a reasonable thing. Someone will say, well, you published in Nature though. Uh, don't you agree with their stance before? And I could easily just say, no, that's bullshit. But the fact is that I'd be getting a dumb question like that. That takes time out of your, your life to answer. No, you didn't hear anything. Other that wasn't anything. That wasn't someone saying end of quote repeated line. Go ahead. Right. 
End of quote. Repeat the Dude, what? You saw you saw the the White House uh, assistant press sec respond to that, right? Respond to what? End of quote. Repeat the line. I have no <laughs> idea what you're talking about. So so uh, she quote. comes in underneath Repeat the tweet that had the video Why and says, not... "That's not what he said. What he said uh, he said this, and then it's like, it's right there, lady. What's right End there? Of quote. Repeat the line. <laughs> I, I don't know what you mean. End of quote. Repeat the line. Well, so end, end quote's fine because it's like okay, end of quote. Repeat line. End of quote. Repeat, <laughs> Repeat line. line. Now there's a real problem. Now yeah, I that, that's a. There is no better segue than the man himself. So, yeah, that happened. That happened yesterday. And, um, well... You see, it, there's I can, the I one can thing. forgive someone. Well, you can, I can forgive him reading they, the teleprompter. Well, they pulled, this, know, I, they pulled I, this before, though. They pulled this before when he said yeah, in this quote. Can, but there was one problem again, with that. It was appropriate. Now, this time... It's this time he, he said it. it's in the on quote, the teleprompter, which is fine. It's on also. the teleprompter. He also said, "Repeat the line," which okay, that's weird. We'll just go with whatever the White House secretary says, and that it was no. I'm going to repeat the line. He didn't repeat it, the it, line. Her, 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 the uh, assistant press sec said that he was that he actually said, "Let me repeat that line." Right. And then he did not. No, that's not what he said. And then he did not repeat that line. To be completely clear. No, no, I haven't. So here's the thing: is I can totally understand a person who's chauffeured around all day between different tasks, signs his name, and then falls off bicycles. Whatever. Like, but it's what is stupid is the cleanup crew that comes after him because everybody can make a simple mistake like reading the teleprompter instructions as if it was the text you're supposed to read. You shouldn't be putting in little side notes to yourself like that anyway. It's stupid. Just put what you're going to say. If you want to repeat the line, then put it twice. You know? Simple. But instead, they've got these dumb instructions in there. Yeah, like you walk into the room, you address the press, you say hello, and caps, caps the you so that, you know, I don't know. How you do that? So you don't miss it, you know, because just right. in case you need your glasses or some shit. Like, like just for instance, if you were giving it to a person that had dementia or something, you know, theoretically. Yeah. So, so again, like, if, and, and even if it's a common mistake, just the fact is, it's not just that he's like making a little mistake like that. Those are forgivable. It's like okay, that's you know, if you want to be embarrassed by that, you go right ahead. Uh. Frankly, if you're a Biden voter, I'd be you'd be more embarrassed or have more of a, a need to be embarrassed than anyone else at this point. But like the, the the cleanup crew that comes in and tries to just like yeah that that reality you just literally saw with your own fucking eyes. Let me just go ahead and, and deny it outright here for you in clown world. It's like you know that this means that whenever something real happens later, nobody is going to believe you, right? Not a fucking soul. And the worst part is. It could easily be that something that comes up later that's important is 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 able to be fact checked, but it also might be time sensitive, and we might be wasting time. Like, say, I don't know, a meteor is heading towards the Earth, and we we know vaguely that it'll land somewhere in the U.S. And then this bitch comes out and says, "Oh, it'll land off the coast of California." It's like, okay, well, let's just go ahead and hope. And then two, 
what if it's going to land near DC instead? We have to fact check this stuff now. We can't just be like, okay, it's going to land off the coast of California and remove part of the problem in the U.S. It's like, what if it, what if it instead lands like in Canada next to Alaska? True. It's fucking stupid. But you know, instead of like saying, "Okay, let's prepare for shit," it's like, "Well, they lied about all this stuff before. They really like. I mean, there's better safe than sorry to a certain extent. But like, what if everyone panics and runs away from where they say it's going to land, and they run directly towards where it's going to land?" Yeah, well, that is I a mean, very real I mean, again, possibility. It's a bullshit hypothetical, but you can see like there's the worst part is there's enough of a merit to it where you have to actually critically consider it. Instead of saying, oh, well, that's just silly. <sighs> Sorry, mildly distracted by the shoulder and trying to get this uh, next topic together. That being Abe-san. And we should actually kind of dial into that a little bit. So, Shinzo Abe was killed just the other day with... Uh, what looks like um, a fairly modern version of the classic zip gun. In this case, we don't know everything, but it was some sort of well, electrically fired uh, zip gun that looks it's, like it's, it's a. It's not a zip. Well, no, it, so a zip, zip, zip gun. It's a shotgun. To be, but you know. a zip gun has to be pressed into the subject. Does it? I thought a zip gun was I just thought, you know any kind of. I thought that was what it was. I don't think so. Well, whatever. I mean, people know what I'm talking about. It's an expedient homemade firearm. Yeah. He made made an improvised shotgun. And fairly well designed, but I'll tell you this. (laughs) Solid tape. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) Tape, uh, a battery, a switch, I think two triggers, and then probably just, uh, probably, in all honesty, just some open wires at the back, because... It looks yeah. like, if you've seen the video, uh, it looks like a black powder burst. So I saw the uh, I saw the uh, the video and the close up of the uh, weapon on the ground. And, and it's, it's, it's not uh, an advanced piece of machinery by any means. It's the kind of shit. So so it's funny. The there's a, a thread I was in that's still giving me fucking. Oh yeah, no, it is absolutely um, the Japanese version of all that horrible uh, Brazilian garbage you see in. Uh, Homemade gun threads. Yeah, so the thread I, I'm still getting Minchie uh, cancer from on uh, on the twatters, and basically um, someone mentioned something along the lines, blah blah blah, um, homemade guns or whatever. And I said, this is why gun buybacks are actually a golden opportunity. They're not inherently bad. They're golden opportunities uh, for the everyday for the everyday citizen who has access to a hardware store. <laughs> it's just like like your your markup is like ten dollars supplies for a two hundred dollar um, uh, income. Like your your margin is one hundred ninety bucks on ten dollars. Your ROI is is nineteen hundred percent. So, um, you know, every time there's a gun buyback, you go down to the hardware store. And I know lumber is not so cheap right now, but you know, let's just. Just consider the fact that out of 1,900%, 
you might lose a couple percent here. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you might get your rate of return is going to be a little bit lower today than it is, but you know that's just the nature of inflation. You know, you just got to do business in the business world of today. Well, we see with inflation, what you really kind of hope for is the fact that uh, you know the police might be offering a little bit higher prices these days, especially well, with so many more guns in the market. They might be offering like five hundred dollars or so too, but. Well, yeah, yeah, but, you know, as we have learned since from the Miami uh, Guns for Ukraine buyback, that, uh, <laughs> God, that was as, as they all seem to do, it all just kind of fell apart as soon as anyone with any fucking scruples or so, single fucking thing. Someone was saying something stupid to me. Well, it's not intelligent at first, uh, but it wasn't. Um, I, and so I was like, you know what? This is still bad. It's like, no, it's just a way for you to recoup your tax dollars. It's, this is... Your tax dollars are paying for this. You may as well go and get them back. Mm. Uh, the money's already been taken from you is kind of my point. Um, and they're going to be spending it anyway. They may as well be spending it on giving you your money back directly. There should be, like, you know, your, your tax, you can reduce your tax burden by 95% with this, potentially. <laughs> Meanwhile, you can come out ahead. So, you know, give, you know, give the excess to your neighbors. Be like, hey, this is your tax dollars back. Here, have your money back. You know, what was your taxes last year? Oh, well, here's part of that back. Um, they were saying, like, just go buy silver with your income. It's like, yeah, but I already have that money. Um, and inflation, yeah, that's a great idea to do with the dollars you already have in your bank account. What I want is to get more of my dollars back in my bank account to be able to do something like buy silver for myself. Well, but yeah, you can do both. Say that. You can literally do both. Well, yeah, you actually can. But... You know, I mean, I'll end up losing all my silver in a horrible boating accident, I'm sure. It's funny how that happens. Well, you know, when you're out Dude, with I your think guns... they should take my boating license away, although I don't think I have one. Maybe that's part of the problem, is I haven't taken a safety course. Mm, that is oh. a possibility. I don't know if you know who the guy is, Whistling Diesel. I'm familiar. Very funny guy. So I, th I th Did you see his thing where he was out uh, on a ski-doo? In the middle of whoever the fuck cares, uh, and um, but I know who you're talking about. So he uh, he he got um he he caught he caught a reckless driving charge effectively uh, for driving a ski to and splashing in a no splashing zone after a uh, a cop decided to be a cunt to him on the uh, uh, off duty cop decided to be a cunt to him on the on the water. Um, so some police that were out of uh, out of eye shot of the uh, location where the supposed incident happened showed up and said that they were splashing. So now they've he uh, he's going to court and a whole you know his his slew of supporters are showing up outside the court whenever he's there, ah. which is just fucking funny. Oh, I can only imagine that's got to be hilarious. A bunch of fucking car guys and rednecks. I love it. Yeah, but the you know, same same deal there. It's just like you know, this this is the same thing. I, I I hope that a gun buyback happens in his area, and he has the opportunity to do something like have everyone show up with an improvised firearm. And just drain out the thing before it can actually seize any real weapons. Hmm. Well, I say real weapons, but they're all real weapons anyway. Well, they are. They are. But I'm like, well, well, you know, I, will, I will make a thousand of them if it's if I can. I'll make a thousand of them, and since it's no ass surrender, I'm like, sure. hey, yeah, I, I didn't actually build them all. I just found them this way in my backyard. Hey, you know, there's a lot of the guys, yeah, you know, they get, uh, they use it once, throw it away. You're just trying to get it off the street, man. You're just doing oh, yeah. a service. Oh, yeah. That's, that's where the boat, that's, that all came from me saying boating license there. But anyway, <laughs> tangent <laughs> over. 
<laughs> right, yeah, we've got a penchant for those. Sorry about that. Uh, nonetheless, I can just tie it right. Uh, fucking shoulder. One moment. Okay. Let me just hold my arm over my head so that it's not horrifying. And anyway, back on the topic of Abe. So let's dissect that just a little bit. If that sounds a little ghoulish, I apologize. Um, he wasn't even originally going to go to that place. He was going to go um, fucking somewhere in Nagano or something. And so he decided he was going to go to this uh, fucking incredibly public place and just basically stand out in the middle of the street as a more open target than fucking JFK in Dallas. You know. So... We've already talked a little bit about the uh, shooter's double barrel, and it's nothing. Uh, most of you, I'm sure, have seen the video. Oh, shit. I'll, I'll put it in the links below. If you haven't seen it, I'm legitimately surprised. But I'll put it in the links below if you want to follow up and take a look at that. But what happens, the uh, first shot goes off. Abe just kind of looks around and looks behind him because mostly it sounds like some kind of uh, weird firework. It's um, a much bigger boom than you expect from, like, a pistol or a rifle or something. Like that. Well, it have you probably crack. just overloaded it with powder. Also a possibility, because in that first shot, you can see a huge white cloud. Yeah. And then everybody just kind of looks around like, what the hell was that? His security team just looks around like, what the hell was that? Let me repeat. Shinzo oh God, was, Abe's kind of security team just looks around like what the fuck after a man think, within 20 feet of the previous prime minister is it prime minister president whatever within 20 feet of the man yeah, yeah. just shot at him with effectively a sawed off double barrel so these so the folded is, idiots just stood there and then the thing is it's if you look at the video it looks like all four of them are surprised, A, that the thing fired, and B, that he was just standing there instead of trying to run away. Truly. And then, let us continue. He pulls the second trigger. And it goes. And it goes. Surprising and everyone. then we see Abe fall. And then yeah. they act. Okay. Well, this is a pretty shit timeline. Point one. Because if you saw the video of the up close on Abe, something flies past him, and he got hit a, with a little bit of stuff on the first one. D obviously, not enough to take him down. The uh, second, however, was quite adequate. Now we'll go from the time of that second shot. No one on his security team was a medic. No one. There was there was no one on scene that was a medic prepared to treat gunshots. So the first medical action that was done to a man with a sucking chest wound was compression. Ooh. So, you pump all the blood into his lungs and out of his heart. There's not much hope for the man. So, yeah. it was a comedy of, uh, truly, a comedy of errors. He might have survived if they even bothered to try and do things in an appropriate manner. Yeah. What a fucking shame. Because he was Pretty actually, much. I mean, he was kind of a decent guy. 
in so much as you know anybody that's really authoritarian can be. But I mean, he was significantly less than others, and really kind of bucked the imperial trend, which you know anybody can appreciate. Yeah, but he is sadly gone because we don't actually know. But as said, it um, it looks like there may be some ties to the CCP, but again, still early days so, on this one, so we generally don't know. Yeah, I'd be surprised if it was like something that could be directly tied back to uh, to Shinny Jinpu. Um. Oh, well, My guess is that there was probably an opportunity somewhere for someone to get paid off that was living in Japan. Very real possibility. Now, the other big note. Elon has been, uh, or I should say, Elon Musk has been banned from Twitter. Let me slow that down. Elon Musk has been banned from Twitter. E-I-O-N. Uh, that was a little thing that was going on for a while after the big news of yesterday that uh, Elon is going to, uh, through his lawyer, he has announced that he is officially ending the deal because they fucked up. And they truly have. I mean, uh, it looks like, as of right now, they're going to be out the billion if this isn't a play to uh, lower the cost. Or tank Twitter. Either way, works for him. So, hmm, interesting. Well, anyway, what's happened here is that uh, it's put Twitter into a weird position, and they have just gone ahead and said, well, okay, well, we're going to fight you then, and we're going to make you buy it. Which, <laughs> well, uh, the favorite part about that is he, he's come back and, with his own counter-legal action. It's like, all well, you guys had to do is show him the data. All you had it. to do. That's really... It, it's like, here's the thing. Even if you like, oh, well, you know... Well, we don't have all the data we need. It could, it's like he's going to own it. Actually, he's, yeah. well, he's let me let me pause you right there because that's dollars. actually a really, really cogent point on this whole thing. Like one of the most cogent points because we've gone over this before. So as we said last last week or the week before, he got access to the uh, quote unquote was it pipeline, the main firehose, firehose, yeah, which is like the main data line. But, and we didn't know this, but until it was released by his lawyer in this very statement. They were given limited access. They weren't even given enterprise level access and they were given a limited number of searches. They could do it in a day. Basically they were entirely stymied in the process. So, yeah, so that's, yes. that's bottom bitch access. So if you're like, uh, if you're like an app dev, you can get Firehose access. If you're, uh, if you're competent enough, like if they deem you worthy enough, basically. So if you, if you have some apps in your resume and you're like, yeah, I can do this. Give me Firehose access. I want to do some testing to see if my app is capable of holding up against basically the volume of Twitter. Because um, that's what it gives you access to is the full fucking Firehose of data that comes out of the Twitter uh, timeline stream. And so you can get access with limited searches, et cetera. You can basically get the, the bottom bitch access that they gave Elon. Like if the guy is going to own the company... And you're, he's coming to you with billions of dollars. And he says, I have this amount that we've already agreed upon. I just want to know what I'm buying. And I can call this thing off if you guys don't give me access to the data. And you're just like, well, let's just go ahead and fart on this uh, note card. 
and uh, call that the amount of data you're allowed to access. But you can come back and dunk that in the, in the big pool if you want. You're just going to have to wave it around a bit to see if any fish come up. Like, just come the fuck on. Just, just give him the data. He's, he's coming to buy it. Specifically to come and buy it. <laughs> just have to give it to him. Well, he's going to buy it. it and it's, they, it's, legally, it's, it's, they are legally required to give him that data. And by not well, doing so... Day, they, like yeah. the, now, now, here's the other interesting part of that. Anyway. Well, the really interesting part of that is that um, if they really do want to sue him on this, that opens them up to discovery. Yeah. Yeah, it does. That's dumb shit. He's going to get the data anyway. Yeah. Yeah, there's nothing to be done about it. It's like uh, either he wrecks Twitter or he buys Twitter. And that's it. That's the whole story. I mean, it's uh, what a shit show it is. What a shit show. No way. I'm going to read a tweet from someone that I think this looks Korean. Wow. That's spicy. So I see why Anne Frank was trending. Yeah, that was uh, fucking stupid shit. So uh, I'll just read this. Hold on, I want to make sure I say this carefully. I'm uh, tweeting a uh, Kaizoku Kuat or something like that. Yeah, white, Anne Frank had white privilege. Bad things happen to people white with white privilege. Also, but don't tell me the whites, but don't tell the whites that. Oh, God, man, I'm too distracted with this fucking shoulder. Let me try that. Yeah, I'll try it again. Yeah, Anne Frank had white privilege, but things bad things happen to people with white privilege also, but don't tell the whites that. <sighs> that's uh That's bold. I will include a link to the TMZ article for yeah. anybody that's interested in that incredibly bold statement that uh is just asking for fucking trouble and is hilarious. And we're bleeding viewers. Yeah, well. I suppose it happens. It is a Saturday night and very nice out. And we're a podcast, not a radio show. So, anyway, <laughs> it would seem that uh, that Incel was very upset that Abe-san uh, told uh, him to go and yeah. have kids. Jill Biden was uh, turning today for a very spicy reason. A, uh, a retired three-star general uh, was suspended over a tweet mocking Jill Biden. <laughs> oh, Really? Oh, fucking hell. Let's see. Where the hell is the... Where the hell is the insult? It was pretty fucking good. Um, Blah, blah, blah. blah. Okay, I'm just going to go with fucking... Wait, it's blah, blah, blah. Oh, there's also this one from uh, from a couple days ago now. Well, it's it's just after midnight, so about a day ago. Hunter Biden reportedly calling Jill an entitled cunt in text. (laughs) But, uh, Valesky, I guess you're going to have to go to the New York Post website to find the goddamn tweet. There it is. Joel Biden had a tweet out that said, For nearly 50 years, women have had the right to make our own decisions about our bodies. Today, that right was stolen from us. And while we may be devastated by this injustice, we will not be silent. 
We will not sit back as the progress we have already won slips away. Gary Valeski comes in. It's uh, this mad lad Chad here says, glad to see you finally know what a woman is. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, that's very interesting. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, then the training contingent came in and decided that was not happening. <laughs> oh, yeah. Cross the line. Cross the line, of course. Oh, that reminds me. Uh, something has recently come out. Um, was it Uruguay? Well, either way, there's um, something that's come out with... Now, we all know that there's been the um, Moderna information that's come out. Was it Moderna that was uh, ordered? Or was it Pfizer that had all the big leaks? Pfizer was the one that was ordered to, to info dump. So I, I still haven't had time to like to, to go back and go through their data. I keep seeing people, like, the problem is I keep seeing people make the same stupid statements that were made before, and I don't know how stupid they are, because I haven't gone through looking at the data myself yet. Well, but that being said, the, you know, the, the all, long and short... A lot of people have been saying, I told you so, without actually providing any additional information or context, because they just assume that they're right. Oh, sure. Well, but the long and short of this story, since we don't really have much more data, and I personally haven't seen anything else followed up on it, is, uh, as of the 4th, um... Pfizer had 48 hours to release quote-unquote extensive details on the biochemical composition evidence of efficacy and safety for its vaccine technologies. That's out of Uruguay. And there hasn't been an update. When there is, we will right. get it to you, but we just don't have it. You know, that's just the fucking way it is. Yeah. Oh, so speaking of things like that, um, I don't know if you saw this earlier, but there was The Guardian put out an article on something that, you know, scientists say kind of thing. Sure. Um, and again, I want, to, I want to preface this by saying that detection does not mean cause for alarm or problem. It means detection. And you have to know what the detection limits are to know whether or not it's a reasonable or unreasonable amount that was detected. Uh, but if you might recall that there was that uh, wonderful compound that has been controversial due to the fact that it can cause non-Hodgkin's lymphoma, uh, glyphosate, which is used in Roundup uh, to kill weeds, uh, used extensively in industry to, to do weeding um, prior to planting and uh, also to uh, to get rid of uh, plants afterwards. You can mulch things in. It does. It gets destroyed by sunlight, um, gets washed away and in, in, uh, eventually into groundwater where it, it gets broken down pretty readily along the way. It's uh, not a good compound for humans or, mm. or most animals. Mm. It is uh, very, very fucking bad for humans. So... Uh, obviously, there's concern. Uh, it's 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 a it's a very well characterized carcinogen. Uh, it's not like known to state of California kind of coffee carcinogen. It is. Like it actually, is getting for real deal, you get you're cancer off of the shit, like uh, kind of deal. Getting up in you, and you will get cancer. Yeah, period. Kind of like um, radiation, kind of deal. Kind of like radiation. So we know that it will cause cancer. It is worse than benzene. Put it like that. Oh wow. Um, yeah. So we know it's bad. Um, and we know what we know what amounts of it make it acutely bad. The fact is that it was detected again, detected, not detected in the amount that will cause cancer, just detected. In I think it was eighty percent of samples from uh, from people uh, from urine sample specimens uh, in some study, which means that a lot of people had glyphosate in their system to some extent. That's now, distressing. Was it enough to was it was it enough to cause cancer? 
We don't know. Or I don't know. I haven't read the study. I just, I just saw that this was a headline off Guardian, and Guardian makes me vomit on a good day, so I haven't bothered to actually go and read it yet. Um, but, actually, I can just do this now. Like, well, you got me here. Guardian glyphosate. Disturbing weed killer ingredient tied to cancer found in 80% of U.S. urine samples. CDC study. Okay, so the CDC study is where I can actually get the real information. Uh, found, um, glyph found glyphosate, blah, 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 present in samples. Okay, the report. Click the linky. Okay, let me just uh, open that new tab so I can get this link here. Give it to you. There is the Guardian article, which I'm skipping the rest of. Fair enough. <laughs> There's the CDC article, which is where it will actually matter. Okay, so... Um, I'll archive that while you're doing that. So, first published June of 2022. Um, 2013 to 2014 data documentation. Code Book and Frequencies, National Health and Nutrition Examination Survey. Glyphosate in urine. Uh, glyphosate, most commonly used herbicide in the United States in the agricultural sector. Second most used in the home and garden market sector. So that would be the Roundup sprays. Yes, uh, US EPA 2017 um, reference there. So its use has increased more than 200 fold since 1974 when Monsanto commercialized it under trading Roundup. 2015. International Agency for Research in Camp and Cancer, so the IARC, determined that glyphosate is a probable human carcinogen. Uh, we, we know it's just a carcinogen at this point. This, uh, however, the European Food Safety Authority and the Joint Food and Agriculture Organizations, uh, the World Health Organization, uh, meeting on pesticide residues, determined that glyphosate is unlikely to be a carcinogen. Mm -hmm. So, okay, they say it's yeah, not likely. So again, if you get enough of this stuff into you, you'll get cancer. But it's not like the trace amount that you get on your grocery food, just to be clear. No, but it now, uh, the, uh, there's the a possibility there, of something like that building up over time, obviously. Well, no, that, well, here's the thing: is we know it passes out of the body, so it's not like say, uh, it's it's not a slow accumulating toxin like say strontium, which builds up in your bones. So if you get strontium ninety in you, that is a a cancer risk, and that it is a radioactive isotope that will mimic calcium, get into your bones, and cause bone cancer. So that's really bad. But glyphosate passes through you. It is not radioactive. It's it's chemically active, and it will cause cancer in certain ways. But the amount of it that is required to cause cancer is significant. It is not like background level, like you get on your grocery food. Sure. Okay. So, US EPA has concluded that available data and weight of evidence clearly do not support the descriptors carcinogenic to humans, likely to be carcinogenic to humans, or inadequate information to assess carcinogenic potential. So, they're saying there's no cancer risk associated with it that we know. Again, we, you have if the, the significant, the word significant here matters. Oh, it does. Just to be, and I know, it's, I know it's a fuzzy word right now, just helping you get the idea that there is a quantity at which it'll be bad. And quantity at which it's not bad that we know of so far. We've been studying this for quite a long time, so it's pretty clear that in the amounts that it is that it is used in commercial products, it's not likely to be carcinogen. Like period. Okay, so controversy and concern that the rising use of glyphosate may uh, have adverse human health effects exists uh, from some cited source. So yet, the extent of human exposure to glyphosate in the U.S. population is largely unknown. That's their motivation for doing the study. 
data to better understand the exposure to glyphosate are needed to increase our knowledge of its potential effects on health. So there's your motivation for why they did this. Sure. So eligible samples. So what, what do they collect? They said one third, a one-third subsample of participants aged six years old and older who gave consent for their samples to be used in future research and had stored urine samples from 2013 to 2014 were eligible. So a one-third subsample of participants aged six and older. So um, random one-third of these people who gave consent for their samples to be used in future research. So they uh, they had fill out the form. They said, yeah, we, you can use it for future research when you're done. Basically, they gave a urine sample in a doctor's office and said, yeah, why not? Sure. And so they went ahead and they put the uh, samples on ice and they waited until they were ready to be used for whatever research. Uh, so this is one of the research. Um, so these guys basically would say, okay, well, we want to do research on this thing here. Is there, uh, is there a cohort available that we can get access to that has provided the consent for already so that the ethics board doesn't have to do a whole lot of extra work here. They've already given consent in the past, so there's no having to go and talk to somebody and explain stuff to them. They said, whatever research you want to do, go ahead, use it. It's just my piss. Sure. Yeah, All right, fair so enough. Their method, their method was uh, 200 microliters of urine based on a 2D online ion chromatography coupled with tandem mass spec. So they did a, a GCMS, or all well, the... Okay, well, so they, they did an ICMS, so ion chromatography instead of uh, instead of gas chromatography. So they had a um, effectively a really shitty liquid-liquid um, separator. Shitty in that the, the bang for buck on throughput is bad, but the separation is great. So you can very well, you can very well uh, fractionate stuff that you're putting through and get individual components. So they couple that with mass spectrometry. So you put a little bit through this thing, it, it you know whizzes the um, shredded bits of ionized material through this uh, magnet coil, and uh, the the mass of the stuff coming through changes the way that it arcs around inside the magnetic field, and that gives you a very clear understanding of what molecules that were coming through. So you know when it came through this ion chromatography column, that tells you that it's been separated out into certain fractions. Then the mass spec part of it tells you the the different components that are inside of that uh, that fraction. So this is very you know very clearly will be either glyphosate or not glyphosate that comes through. And you can quantify you can quantify how much came through. All right, analytical measurements were conducted following strict blah blah blah. So they did CLA guidelines, uh, blah blah. Uh, they did high and low concentration quality control materials. So they have a really good idea of what's coming through is actually what's coming through. Uh, data were received after the analysis uh, analyses were complete. Data were not edited. Yada yada. Okay. Um, demographics. That's fine. Detection limits. The detection limit was consistent with uh, for all of the analytes in the data set. Variables were provided for each analyte. Blah blah. Um, the lower limit of detection for glyphosate was 0.2 nanograms per milliliter. So it's relatively low amount. So if you had a, if you had more than that's 0.2, uh, comforting. That's 200. That's 200 picograms per milliliter. Just to be clear on how much that is. So 0.2 nanograms per milliliter is a very small amount of glyphosate. This is inside their their um, their urine samples. So 
your primary excretion of glyphosate is going to be through your urine. So this, if you're if you're Although putting that, out that being said, that's actually somewhat uh, promising because at least it is passing through the system as opposed to sticking around like mercury. Well, or something. Yeah. we know it's going to. We know it would pass through the system. It, it's not a persist. It's not a a, a background um, toxin that will build up in your system. It's not something like that. It's not a. It, I mean, there is a half life. Yada yada. But like, it's it'll be fine. Uh, yeah. See, this we finally got Steve's attention. <laughs> Okay, so yada yada. Uh, where is the thing here? All right, there's demographic, blah blah, detection limits. Well, so where's the rest of the report? Or is this just, is this it? No more data? Okay, so here we go. Um, glyphosate comment code. Uh,. So at or above detection limit, um, count was 1885. Um, the uh, uh, the count below detection below yeah below lower detection limit was 425. Missing was six. Okay, so they had six samples that walked away on them in the middle of, the, of all the, the work that was going on, and uh, um, four, uh, 425 out of 2310 were um, below lower detection limit. 1885 out of uh, 2310 were at or above detection limit. So at or above detection limit means at or above 0.2 nanograms per milliliter, which again is not much. Right? That's that's a low quantity. That's a small concentration. So well above that amount is what is allowed to be on your food. When now, we it. do have to take into account that this is the uh, FDA, and they are about as corrupt as an organization. This is the CDC. Oh, CDC. Again. Okay, so slightly less corrupt. Doesn't matter. So the point here, again, is is at or above detection limit, and this is below the concentration which is allowed to be in your food. So it should be at or, or less than that concentration that's the likely unless you're out there eating glyphosate, it is going to be at or less than the detection the uh, the amount that is allowed for human consumption. So the fact that it's detectable is, you know, it's slightly concerning because like oh that's it's still persistent, it's not breaking down. Um, you know, but again, that's also partly promising in that you're not getting you know they should do this study again and look for potential metabolites of glyphosate. Um, and then, if, so to see what how much of it is being metabolized versus not metabolized, because that would probably be another kind of concern. Is, is well, that would be actually the, the the data you really need. To be fair, because I mean, well, we're worried about well, this thing, thing being is, carcinogen. We need to know how much of it's actually well, being, you know, you're, how much you're uptake. Well, the question is, question is, is 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 uh, it's not just is it being excreted. It's also is it being eliminated in other ways. Is it being metabolized and then excreted? Are metabolites carcinogens? Sure. Um, we know roughly the mechanism of which with which glyphosate will cause non-Hodgkin's lymphoma. What about other cancers, etc.? Big thing here, though, is is that it's they're saying that it is very widely detectable in samples uh, that were given for you know for later research while at the doctor's office. You know, so that's again 
it's, it should be very surprising because it's in a lot of agriculture, and it's it's it has a well defined limit for safety that the FDA provides, that the uh, um, EPA provides, etc. So it's it's controlled in that sense. We know kind of what will cause cancer, what will not cause cancer. It's, we have an idea that it's not going to cause cancer at the amounts that it's that it is allowed to be on food. It shouldn't be that big of a surprise that it's detectable. What they didn't put, which is annoying, is how much was detected. Which is what I was really hoping to see in this thing, because then we could be like, oh, well, is this bad or not? And I, I have a feeling it's not bad. Well, unfortunately, we can't really get a clear answer. And they seem to be want to uh, do any of the studies to actually give us one. Well, I mean, so we'll, if we, here's the thing is, is we have... Yeah, we do have the um, evaluation of carcinogenic potential from EPA, which again is going to say because it's it's just it is what it is. It's not going to be carcinogenic when we look at these because again they're looking at is is there potential for for cancer risk at the concentrations that are used in industry at the concentrations which are currently being are current within currently within regulation for what is sold to people after they've been grown in these conditions. And the, the answer is right now that we don't have any any apparent risk of cancer. There just isn't enough of it present. Well, now, that's it. Um, so this is like saying that, you know, everybody eats food, um, so it'd be expected that um, you're going to be producing some urea in your urine. Um and very few people are going to be not doing that because they're probably going to be on the way out to die. Um, sure. So, so again, like if, if you're eating this food with the stuff in it, it should not be surprising that you're excreting it. Well, I mean, as long as it's, you're actually it's very are, wide, you're not, you know, uptaking most of it, then that's something. It's it's very widely used in industry in agriculture. Oh no, it's, it's I not, think it's actually the most widely used weed killer. In yeah, agriculture industry on the face of the earth, it's basically because it's been proven to be so safe. So again, I, uh, unless you're eating buckets full of glyphosate, you're not getting cancer from from eating you know a cucumber off a grocery store uh, shelf. You know, uh, you get some way, lettuce in the sure. grocery store. You're not you're not eating non-Hodgkin's lymphoma for yourself. You're eating lettuce. But you do make a valid point. So remember to wash all your uh, all your fruits and vegetables from the uh, store. Well, you should you do that home. anyway. Well, yeah, always, you should, you should do that anyway. Yeah, always, all unless, you're, unless you're doing a non-herbicide garden at home. Um, so this is, so here's the thing: is is if you're doing a home garden, the likelihood is either you're not using pesticides or you're using something you bought off of Home Depot or, or Lowe's, and those are all going to be fine as long as you pay attention and you're you're careful with them. Actually, the place you're going to see more people get sick from pesticides is in a home garden. Um, so if you're using pesticides at home. Always wash your food. You should be washing your food. I mean, you should be washing your food with or without pesticides because, you know, the things that eat insects, let alone the insects themselves, they're pooping on your food. Uh, well, so I mean, that food's you, all you growing in a bunch of worm poop anyway. It's your, your, it's, it's, um, your food is covered in salmonella from, uh, from the insects and the lizards that are eating the insects, uh, shitting all over it. So, 
you should be washing your home garden food anyway. And, this, and the thing is, the same stuff happens in the larger farm areas, except that the bugs then die afterwards uh, because they've eaten poison. So while there might be slightly less of that stuff on there, um, you should still be washing it. Oh yeah, just because it's gonna be there at the very beginning anyway. The bacteria doesn't just like magically disappear. It'll be it'll rinse right off. You don't have to like use soap or anything. It'll rinse right off. But you should still be rinsing your your food just to keep it clean. No, oh, undoubtedly. So just and if you're not using pesticides, this kind of doubly goes for you because you're gonna have that kind of ecosystem going on in your garden anyway. And I, I for one, I don't use pesticides, but I accept the fact that I'm gonna have a lower yield. Um. Partly in that I like having the garden lizards out there because they're cool to look at. Oh, sure. And you have to have I mean, enough biomass for them to survive anyway. Like I said, you have, you have to have enough biomass for them to hang out. And they're not going to stay there if they're starving. They will right. leave. So, that, you know, I trade part of my... And it's interesting. They will redistribute from the fact that they eat bugs in different parts of it. They'll if I accidentally over-fertilize one area and under-fertilize another, it's, it's a... It drags out in time, but you know, after a few months, they will redistribute the nutrients. You know, the excess that are built up in one area, there's more food for bugs. They'll eat the bugs there and poop elsewhere. You know, it doesn't. It, it diffuses out from that kind of activity actively, but it's not as fast as I'd like. You know, I have time to fertilize where I fuck up, but you know, in an infinite time situation, <laughs> eventually they would get this, the uh, the food. The, the plant food redistributed through their own waste. Well, uh, mean, these, uh, these systems do work. They've uh, <laughs> developed over millennia, as it were. Well, yeah, any, anyway. Uh, but that's actually yeah. not a bad segue at all, so I'll just run with it. And that yeah, being farming and Europe. Okay, that's, that's so much better than any other alternatives there. Oh, probably. Yeah, no, no, no farming of kiwis here. We're talking about farming in Europe. So in uh, okay. in Europe, the farmers uh, specifically, we're going to start with uh, the Netherlands. Uh, the Dutch government has basically uh, they're going in whole hog with uh, this uh, Marcus. I, I don't know. It's, it's, it's in something. There, right? Oh no, it's huge, dude! It's it's absolutely huge. So let yeah, me get you some of the early stuff because they've actually mobilized the army. It's gone <laughs> fully above and beyond basically oh anything. Oh god. I'll just drop you straight up. I there. saw that one I saw that the uh, the one guy emulated the killdozer. And I also saw the protesters bought their own tank. Oh they have. As well, they've uh, some farmers have broken into an uh, a Dutch Air Force base and have gotten a MIG out or something. I don't know exactly mm. what it is, but they got something out. But, uh, yeah, they've mobilized their army to deal with this problem because it's gotten so big. Essentially, what has happened here... Marcus? I think it's Marcus. Marcus, uh, well, Mr. Root. Because I know it's Root. So Mr. Root has uh, basically gone full in on the WEF agenda and has said, we are going to lower nitrogen emissions through farming and everything else, blah, blah, blah. Same as carbon, uh -huh. basically. And it absolutely destroys the industry. Now... I don't know if everybody's <laughs> aware, but there's this thing that's happening involving food and the whole fucking world. And, uh, well, now is probably not the time to go ahead and do your great reset because people are going to say, no, fuck you. I'll just as soon redact it. 
And, well, they're starting to do the redactions, shall we say. So it's huge. As a matter of fact, even uh, Italy and Germany are beginning to get in on this because it's grown so large. Uh, just, uh, what is it, about five days ago, there was a kid that was uh, just driving a tractor trying to get around to get into one of these protests, and, like, and a Dutch cop shot at him. And um, the kid was arrested. He has since been let go because you you don't fucking do that. Not in the Netherlands. <laughs> Definitely not. And the whole thing just uh, continues to spiral. I don't have like a, a final state or a, anything for you other than just to say that these people are absolutely going wild. It is, um, it's the most we've really ever seen of, uh, of this. Like the, uh, the protests we would have seen in uh, France, this even makes those pale. This is like really showing oh, the yellow not, vest. It's just like wearing yellow vests and, and, uh, and crying about it, or uh, well, or those guys were those guys were some shit, trackers. To be fair, but yeah, these guys—they've uh, what they've done is in a number of places they've uh, barricaded uh, grocery stores, distribution hubs, uh, train stations, airports. So basically, nothing's moving, and it's shutting everything down. Everyone suffers, but at this point. They've got support not unlike the truckers in Canada did during the uh, the great honking of a few months back, and they're seeing uh, they're just seeing all kinds of people supporting them because basically everybody in the world gets this WF agenda, and we all hate it, and we all want to see it gone, and we all want to see Klaus Schwab redacted, but you know, <laughs> it is what it is. Uh, he needs to he needs to be a permanent resident. He needs of to retire. Beach. He needs to retire. That's no, that's exactly what he needs to do. What? Hey, I don't care how. I don't care how. As long as that man finds another course for himself, what? May, maybe he could investigate a future in uh, underground cities. Maybe build one six feet under the ground or something. I don't know. Whatever. Whatever he wants to do. You know, whatever works for him. But yeah, they've been uh, blocking airports, uh, everything. I'll tr- oh, I will link you to uh, Crab, uh, the Crab Man's thread. It is truly the best. It's on Twitter. He's done an absolute bang-up job of putting all the data together so that anybody that wants to really read over this, they'll be able to easily. Here we go. One moment. I'll put that in the... Uh, staff chat for you too if you want to check it out because it's a it's a very in-depth thread there we go but uh he's been on this for quite a few days and basically just following hitting all the all the necessary high notes and on the other part of high notes uh jim kramer of course has said the market will bounce so you know now (laughs) might be the time for you to go ahead and sell down a little bit because as we all know jim kramer gives anti-advice so what he says to do is the thing you don't do. Because God, then, the anti-Kramer index is almost as good as the Pelosi index. Yeah, yeah, it's almost on par. Matter of fact, I'll uh, get my Weeble up here and we'll just check some of the numbers real quick and see how the gold stars are doing. And I think we're going to maybe call mm-hmm. it kind of an early night because... Uh, we I, should probably do that. Cause, I kind of hurt, I, and, I, and I've been doing 40. tangents and... And the whole thing's been a little bit more of a shit show than usual, but I would say all said, I think 
I think we've held it together pretty well. <laughs> oh, did I do that wrong? Oh, jeez. This is just... This archive, I just... I think I'm done looking at things. Okay, so... Because I, I, I dive... Um, uh, I can tell you later what I've seen. I have no doubt. Uh, so there's some there's some MP4s. Oh, video, interesting. Yeah, I, I did not. I I did not mean to double clip. That was like you heard before when oh, I started dear. saying no. Oh dear. Oh, so dear. I uh, I started something I didn't want to see. Uh, that's fair. As long as you started something that wasn't illegal, you should be first, perfectly safe. I you know I don't know. But um, it did not appear to be illegal, but again, I wasn't paying a whole lot of fucking attention to it while I was trying to close it. Okay, well then, uh, I would look not much further into that one. So, exactly. a quick, I guess, end of the night update before I do... I actually do have a couple of decent stories that are mostly related to the uh, Bruin decision, but nonetheless, do have some good stories to close us out. But, as we stand on the market, it stands much as it has. My gold star, my... Uh, buy one to buy uh, Nokia still sits at 460 now bear in mind I'm just some fucking cartoon cat with a hurt shoulder so <laughs> you can't really count on me to be the exact authority of these things but that said it seems it's a pretty much a gold star account um, a good one to put your money in if you don't want it to really you know die maybe not necessarily grow a lot until the uh, lunar networks start going in but once that happens Obviously, when you go to the moon, you go to the moon. AMC, still strong. You know, all of our meme stocks are basically all still pretty strong. Um, if you bought in BlackBerry when it was uh, at its lowest, back when things were cool, you'd be up. If you bought when it was high, you wouldn't be terribly down. So, you know, AMC, same deal. You know, it hit its high of 1532. It's back at... Uh, or what, 1466. You know, all these meme stocks, they're, they've made themselves pretty stable. And then the craziest of crazy fucking things happened. And GameStop did a four-for-one split. And everybody, everybody made a shitload of money a couple days ago. And then the uh, head stepped down. Uh, CFO, I believe. I don't really have any more data on that, but I feel it's worth sharing, so I might as well tell you. Uh, Bitcoin, as it is today, is down significantly. It's sitting at twenty-one two forty-eight and eighteen cents. Ethereum's eleven ninety and thirty-eight cents. A Doge coin is uh, six cents point eighty-two. And Tezos, uh, my coin of choice, but only because I sell all my NFTs on the Tezos blockchain, has remained fairly steady and stable. It sits generally in the area of one fifty to one sixty, and it generally stays there. So it's a pretty stable coin these days, but mostly because it's actually been developed, uh, what, thoughtfully. Now, is there anything else you were wanting to go over before I get into some of the cool stories? I just saw a painting of Hunter Biden. You poor bastard. He, made, he, he did a self-portrait of him lying on bed naked. A fucking course he did, Jesus Christ. Self-portrait of himself lying in bed. I guess... The fuck is wrong with people? That's a good question. Well, it's just the 
What the fuck is wrong with some of these people? <laughs> like, why did you? Why do you put this shit on your phone? Why would you paint that? There's a whole lot of things that fella does that we have to say. Why in the hell would you do that? So anyway, what we're dealing with uh, off of Bruin is a couple of very interesting things. There have been a couple of cases sitting in the Ninth Circuit that have been basically assuming that the uh, two-step process for affirmation of uh, Second Amendment uh, protections is appropriate. And with that coming down as, oh, no, absolutely fucking not, two-step processes are completely unconstitutional and you need to visit this under strict scrutiny and nothing less. That throws a real wrench into it. So there's a case going on in California right now regarding uh, ammunition and taxes. There is a uh, per box tax on ammunition. And by way of this, that does not meet historical standard or the meaning and how should I say, meaning and intent of the founders. Uh, I can't wait for, for this shit to crush California. Oh, it's going to be a thing of beauty. Because, like, I, I gotta tell you, like, right now, um, alright, so my brother is out there and got himself a shotgun and he was getting, like, it was like 1,500 rounds of, uh, of just basic shotgun ammo. Oh, let me pause and you for a second you, because you may not be aware yeah. of this if he hasn't told you, and it'll be an interesting thing for people listening, is that yeah. he can't order that online to be delivered to his home. He can Correct. order it online, you and he can store. go to Cabela's, and then he can pay for the import fees or whatever they're going to charge him, and he can so, then pay for the further uh, 44.73. So this is the part that was interesting, is there's a limit on how much they can sell you at once. There wasn't, and then there was, and then there's huh. a limit to how much the store could have at once, and every single time you buy ammo in California, you have to do a background check, which you have to pay for as well. Mm-hmm. So, suddenly, he had to come back and buy, like, 250 rounds at a time or some bullshit. With an accompanying background check each time, because everyone has to be done every background time. Check. Every single time. So, like, they, the NCIS basically just got a gigantic increase in the, the uh, amount of traffic they have to process, because now every single store is doing a fucking background check for every single transaction. And NCIS background checks, you know, typically they used to just take like a, a minute or two. But they it can take up to a, several fucking hours if uh, they get backlogged because it's basically DDoSing their system. Sure enough. I, <laughs> I mean, it's, it, keep in mind, it's the federal fucking government, so they should have and they're, they're already spending enough of our tax dollars on this bullshit. So they should have the capacity to process every request ever at the same time. Um, but, well, you know, I mean, just look at, the people well, that they are. They're really good at building websites. I mean, just look at healthcare.gov. That thing worked perfect day one. Right. Oh, yeah. There was never any trouble with that. None. Not ever. It still works perfectly to this day. Ah. <laughs> uh. But also, in addition to that, now we did talk about uh, West Virginia versus EPA, right? Um, we don't think we did. Really? Okay. Well, this all ties in, so we'll just we might have really that touched now. on it. Well, yeah. it's it's huge. 
what it has done is basically said that the EPA has overstepped their bounds in rulemaking. And, yep. of course, this in and of itself is a big deal because the EPA does this shit all the fucking time. But what this means is a federal agency overstepped its bounds in rulemaking. Now, what federal agency were we only just speaking of that all the time oversteps its bound? That even went so far as to call a shoestring a machine gun? Well, <clears throat> that seems like a <laughs> bit of an overstretch of what your rulemaking capabilities might be. So, with this, uh, the long and short of the West Virginia versus EPA decision is that West Virginia should be allowed to uh, use coal in their most up-to-date coal-burning facilities until such a time as they can transfer over to another technology. Long and short. There's a lot of minutiae to, to the decision, but that's what you need to know. And the Supreme Court found that, yes, in fact, West Virginia must be allowed to do this until such a time as they can transition to something else. The EPA doesn't have the authority to just unilaterally say, you must stop burning coal. And this, of course, falls down across the line and brings up some very, very interesting questions. So, like the Clean Power Rule under the Clean Air Act, which I uh, would say, um, you know, they're, they well, basically, it gave them just ridiculous powers it, it it allowed the uh epa to basically just come in and shut anybody down for basically about anything and it's not to say that that's necessarily a bad thing but as stated before you know all of these organizations are basically all corrupt to one level or another and as we all know the answer to more government uh is not more government it's less because that always makes it a little bit easier i mean there's a place for all of these things. The EPA, you know, it once had a more reasonable place before they got politicized. Much like, thankfully, um, ah, damn it. Who did he use to fucking try and put the vax shit through? Oh, God. The union organization, wasn't it? Or, no. No, I don't recall. Well, yeah. Well, basically, they just completely... Oh, the, um, not HIPAA, the, the OSHA. safety, oh, thank you, yes, OSHA, yeah, how they tried to basically just completely discredit OSHA by turning them into an enforcement arm, that's basically what the EPA has become up until lately, so this could yeah. defang the EPA into a, into a quarter where maybe they'll start working like OSHA, and well, we could see, maybe, the EPA is, is, OSHA is is very clear in their mandate. They produce rules. They do not enforce them. EPA was supposed to do the same, or they do not... In the same way, the, um, OSHA is enforced in in policy, um, and and the uh, investigatory arm is, uh, is not a part of OSHA. The Chemical Safety Board is an independent organization. So... EPA, if they want to have an investigatory component, should be through an overarching separate organization. And you got to keep in mind, every state, the same way that OSHA uh, has the same condition here, every state has its own EPA organization in addition to the federal one that oversights um, 
the state regulatory uh, components of things. So your your uh, your land use is subject to local, state, and federal regulation, of which there are components derived from the uh, state and federal EPAs. So again, there's you know EPA for you know sort of down here I, we have the Florida EPA, um, et cetera, et cetera. So there's the same way there's the Florida OSHA, um, you know, or NIOSH, et cetera. There's there's different uh, Florida uh, NFPA. So these uh, um, these different agencies have 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 state level um, counterparts that they have to work with. So while the federal EPA may not be at liberty to arbitrarily regulate in that fashion. The state level EPA has its own reins to hold in. Sure. So, and the even federal they, EPA, and then too, if they aren't, they pressure. are going to be connected to organizations that actually can do enforcement actions. Because when you're down at right. that level of granularity, that's where the enforcement actions should be. Right, happening. and it should be a state level issue. So the thing is, the the federal EPA. So, um, you know, all states get federal uh, road funding. Uh, as long as they keep the um, the alcohol age limit at 21, for example, um, EPA the federal EPA can pressure state level EPAs in the same kind of fashion, uh, and they already do that through other means as far as budgetary constraints go. So federal dollars can go a long way towards getting to, towards achieving federal goals in, in these different states. You might see uh, a right. So for the for example. Um, now that the Roe v. Wade's been overturned, there's this this uh, big fear among Democrats who didn't lift a fucking finger in the uh, in the 50 years since the original decision to uh, get any kind of national abortion legalization done. That there's going to be some kind of conservative push for a national abortion ban. What that'll probably end up looking like is uh, you do not get these federal dollars for insert thing that's important enough here. Uh, uh, when you we allow abortion in your state, so they're probably going to tie some kind of budgetary measure that is of that is substantial enough to get a state to to rein itself in, and then you're going to have to look and find which state is going to have big enough balls to tell the federal government to fuck off, uh, even though they're um, they're government harder daddy kind of people that live there. So that'll be kind of funny. It's it's going to be the same dynamic with marijuana, um, I think. And that you saw a lot of, uh, you saw several states to uh, do this little thing where they, they would uh, not work with federal law enforcement to um, to get things uh, prosecuted or to get investigations completed. Well, sanctuary states, as it were. Right. Whatever that uh, sanctuary be. Uh, On that same note, there's Section Amendment sanctuary states and cities and counties that have pledged to do yeah. very much the same when it comes to Second Amendment protected yeah. human rights. So it's it's funny how these these same themes keep getting you know it's, it's why I can say there's these uh, same wings of the the bird that's fucking everybody. Um, but again, like I, I think that you know abortion being a state issue, you're going to be looking for well, how do they how do they pressure that uh, from the federal government? It's going to be kind of the same way it gets links back right to the CPA issue. Um, and 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 there's uh, other states where they've decided to go about energy generation in different ways um for instance california you can uh you cannot 
You cannot use. You cannot buy um, gas generators or gas or, or gas mowers to do lawn work and that kind of shit anymore. Uh, but you can always bring out your emergency gas generator to uh, fuel up a Tesla. Well, you know, just you blows my mind. Your priorities. That's a fantastic one. Well, so it's it's funny. So well, and then um, you use your Tesla to charge up everything else. But yeah, like it's like, like a gas engine is very is fairly efficient as far as the the uh, it's there's there's Carnot there's a Carnot limit. Oh, they're yeah. fairly efficient below the Carnot limit, but they're fairly efficient. Um, but if you, for instance, are at home and you're using a gas stove, that's horribly inefficient relative to uh, electric range. Uh, which is 100% efficient, or um, or uh, uh, an induction range, which is still fairly efficient. Not not as efficient as a, a resistive range, but fairly efficient. The uh, the electric generation that was used to power Tesla is fairly efficient at the power station. Well, the, depending uh, on uh, the, you know what coal, it's running on. Right. We're also saying the coal and the gas powered power stations are fairly efficient at. at but even in that point, yeah, even the coal stations, like the most modern coal stations, actually don't really pump out that much nasty shit. Well, actually, here's the thing: they pump out a lot of nasty shit, but they're fairly efficient at capturing the heat that's around the nasty shit. Mm, true. But coal there is plants also, are just well, bad. They're, they're really bad, and there's yeah. no justification to build another coal plant. Coal uh, as a resource, it was fantastic if we want to gasify it. Fine. Yeah, I was I, as, a, yeah, as, a, as a resource. You got me before I was able to say it. So, yeah. good to you. It's better to use it for downstream products. The same way oil, I'd rather not that we burn it. I'd rather we use it for something else. I think nuclear. The thing is, these motherfuckers keep coming back, and every single time they say, "And if you say nuclear, it's like, yeah, we'll shut the fuck up." That's the only way forward. It's 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 literally the only way forward. We cannot get away with this. This this bullshit you that guys want to say? Pull. Listen, motherfucker. Unless you can grab two hydrogen, unless you can grab a handful of hydrogen atoms and squish them motherfuckers together with your bare hands into a crystal, shut up. More or less, I mean, it just like the, the 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 fission comes first, then fusion. We know we're going to get to fusion in short order. If we were using nuclear fission right now, we would have enough electricity to run every fucking fusion experiment. <laughs> And more that we could ever hope to want. You would know everything we ever needed and to know. It would be so fucking cheap to run everything off of an electric the electric grid. The government would be happy with all the regulatory uh, control over all the different aspects of your life. You know, you you could still have keep petrol for home, etc. But you know, the gas stations would become. Uh, thing further and further into the past. We could do everything that these green dipshits want to do in principle, as they've said in public, by using nuclear energy. The fact of the matter is that we're never going to get there on wind and solar. It's just never going to happen. The energy density isn't there. You never recoup the energy you put into these fucking things in the first place when you use them. Solar is a bit of an exception in that if you, if you hang on to it for a long enough period and you have enough sunlight, and you keep the damn things clean, and you don't get anything that lands on them and breaks them, you can have solar for, you know, your break-even period on your side of things is a paying customer, at least if you're paying out of pocket, uh, with no tax credits or any of that shit. Your break-even period should be around 10 years. You can sell electricity back to the energy companies, back into the grid. And let's also mention that solar technology is still advancing. It doesn't have very much farther it can advance. But there is still a little bit of more wriggle room in well, there for that to get a little bit more. Plenty, there is a decent amount of room in solar to advance. 
sure. the main thing that Solar has to deal with when it comes to the arguments that are being made by the Greenies is that you have to get the silicon from somewhere. And every single silicon atom is bound to two oxygen atoms. What do you need to do to get rid of the oxygen from the silicon? You need to give it carbon. Now there are metal there are metal um, metal to metal oxide processes that can theoretically strip the silicon of the oxygen. Those are energy intensive and require huge amounts of electricity to drive the oxygen off of the carrier metal. They're very very energy intensive processes. And they're very high energy consumers as well. So they would end up producing a larger, quote, carbon footprint with today's technology. If we had nuclear energy, we could potentially use a metal-metal oxide process to strip oxygen off of silicon and produce solar cells. Oh, kind of like how we could strip, right the, now, uh, strip the salt out of seawater and people could drink it. But the fact remains right now, uh, today, producing a solar cell requires a huge amount of carbon. And uh, something else really silicon, noxious too, right? Every it's atom for atom, atom for atom. Every silicon atom needs to be pulled at, pulled away from the oxygen by a carbon atom. At least one atom. Uh, oh, like I was that, thinking of lithium the, ion the batteries. Best scenario. That's the best scenario. Is is one silicon atom needs only one carbon atom. It's actually more like it needs two and a half carbon atoms because you have to, there's a lot of other energy intensive components that go into that process. So um, every single time you see a solar cell. That is a fixed carbon footprint. Now, the good news is you do not need any additional carbon to generate the electricity. You just need to wait for the sun. The bad news is if you're worried about carbon going into the atmosphere, you have now prepaid in advance for that. So your break-even point is going to be, okay, well, the amount of gas that would produce the same energy, and that takes quite a long time to pay back. So if you get a solar cell and it breaks after a year, you're now in carbon debt, if you will. It's, so... You, frankly, have, you will have made Al Gore very sad. Right. Because he can... He'll take well, actually, one of he won't have, because he'll have to he'll, sell you some carbon credits. He'll actually be very happy. But, he'll, you know. he'll yank one of the extra sticks he has jammed up his ass out to whack you in the head. And then charge you, you know, in carbon taxes for it. But yeah, this is... um, What this has done is basically said yeah. that uh, any government... Well... It hasn't so far. The tests haven't come through, but they're already starting to get pushed by uh, people like the Firearms Policy Coalition. But what this does is basically it's possibly setting us up for a situation where no government organization can just unilaterally redefine rules. And that's a very, yeah. very big deal. Well, As a matter of fact, we, well, let, we, me, we let me read the specific words, yeah, actually, yeah. of the justice here, because it's, it's very well said. I uh, believe this is from uh, Gorsuch. Admittedly, lawmaking under our Constitution can be difficult. Uh, yeah, yeah, this is. Okay, cool. Yeah, this is from Gorsuch. <laughs> Excellent. All right. Admittedly, lawmaking under our Constitution can be difficult, but that is nothing particular to our time or any, nor any accident. The framers believed that the power to make new laws regulating private conduct was a grave one that could, if not properly checked, pose a serious threat to individual liberty. In a world like that, agencies could churn out new laws, <clears throat> more or less at a whim. <clears throat> Intrusions on liberty would not be difficult and rare, but easy and profuse. Stability would be lost, with vast numbers of laws changing with every new presidential administration. Cough! Rather than embody a wide social consensus and input from minority voices, laws would more often bear the support only of the party currently in power. 
powerful special interests, which are sometimes uniquely able to influence the agendas of administrative agencies, would flourish, while others would be left to ever-shifting winds. Finally, little would remain to stop the agencies from moving into areas where the state authority has traditionally predominated. I mean, that's a powerful statement. Yeah. And that that's clear. That's clear. And it it really kind of rebukes so many of these agencies that have so fastly overstepped their uh, their rebuke. Well, so like, here's the thing is is Congress has the power to legislate into existence an agency and and legislate delegation of power to it. Mm-hmm. The same way under the executive branch. Sure. So and you know it's it's fine, but the thing is that that abdicates their duty. And I think that regulations developed by an agency and such should not carry the same weight as the laws backing the agency up in the first place. I think that for an, uh, an agency to go after someone for a regulated uh, some sort of a, a rule that they've generated, I think that that should require uh, that any rule that rec- that would uh, permit prosecution or litigation should come with congressional approval. Well, I mean, that's, it's, that's it's how it was should. supposed to be from the get-go. And we've well, had, they're supposed we have to, they're, Congress is supposed to write the forward. laws. They aren't supposed to write meta laws. They're yeah. supposed to write the law. Indeed. You know, it, it just any it, it, writing a blank check like that to to legislate from uh, from bureauc- uh, some bureaucratic dipshit in the chair, like just the people who write like it, again in order to be enforced in court, I think that Congress should have to approve it. And it shouldn't be like one of those dumbass omnibus bills. It should be like, okay, this bill specifically enforces this specific rule. I do so not that they have time to debate it. Bullshit that they pull off either, and they throw so much dumb shit in those. Now every now well, and then we get a funny thing that happens where they'll just change everything and make it cool, but usually it's not that. I mean, the thing that bothers me most about it with is is it's literally too much text for someone to have read. Well, as before, as between as being our introduced dear friend Miss Pelosi said. We have to pass the bill before we can find out what's in it. Yeah, you see, it's just, just that. So that is that is a a phrase uttered on the floor that I think should come with impeachment. I wouldn't disagree. I think that that is something that for which you should be kicked out of Congress. Yeah. You know, well, to be fair, I personally has free I support the return of tarring and feathering. Well, here's the thing. Everyone else in the country has free speech, and I think that she should be free to say something so fucking stupid, but that she should not be paid for by taxpayers to be so fucking stupid in our government. I think she can do that on her own time. Well, that's fair. She can be a free citizen somewhere else and say something that fucked up. Yeah, no disagreement for me. But again, I don't think that she should be, like, fined for it or anything else. I think she should just be kicked out of Congress for it. I think that's really so. Again, I, I think that people like AOC, and uh, to a certain extent, you know, I'm not saying that she doesn't have refiner points. Uh, MTG, same deal. I mean, if you say something so outrageously dumb, then you should be out on your ass. Like there should be there should be a minimum standard that we have we uh, we hold them to. I don't know. I'd you know, say and, since and she's gotten again, in, she hasn't said anything dumb enough to do that. So you know. At least Again, as far like, as uh, MTG now, Pelosi. Right. Well, you know that's that's an every. She has thing. she has half century of dumb shit she said. Yeah, and that's just in the past decade. Uh, 
But yeah, that's uh, that's one of the very interesting things. Of course, we have um, the uh, and that was without me really even touching into Bruin. So there's there's even more really. What Bruin has done is really well, uh, unlocked. We're kind of after one here, so we, we should probably we wrap up. Uh, we wanted to wrap up about with... an hour, oh, not an hour, half an hour ago. Yeah. Well. Yeah, we covered all the worthwhile stuff. And yeah, Bruin has gone through. It's changing the landscape. Uh, West Virginia versus EPA has gone through, also changing the landscape. So we're seeing um, we're seeing federalism take a real blow. And I love to see it. Is there anything else you were uh, wanting to get over, though? I think we got a couple of cool ones there to finish this out for the night. Well, um, I think I was just going to mention here with uh, this picture that I had sent to this, the staff chat that there's a uh, an overabundance of dong in uh, in that that phone backup uh, in name and dong. Mm, indeed. Ya dong lu. Huh. No surprise there. Right. Right. Global strategic holdings. Hmm, I wonder what they hold. Oh look, United Nations <laughs> Plaza in dong. <laughs> Interesting. What do they stuff. hold? They hold Hunter Biden dong. Yeah, probably. And other interesting and sultry affairs. So, with that said, uh, you can find my friend Greg here yeah. at uh, the Linktree slash CraigBob99. You can find me at uh, that fake guy Dan basically everywhere. Uh, provided this Elon Musk thing isn't just uh, 40 chess, you can find me also everywhere aside from Twitter because we'll probably not last there very long if this all falls apart because they're going to be really pissed. <laughs> um, and retribution was coming there, isn't it? I'm uh, I'm real glad we were able to get this show together. I uh, should be in even less pain and more attentive <laughs> next week. And with that, well, mm-hmm. wish you all very well. Stay well and stay safe in this uh, crazy dumb old world.